As project managers, kailangan marunong kayo mag-motivate ng mga empleyado nyo. Kasi kung wala kayo na mamotivate, walang nagkatrabaho sa company. So first, before we start, let us define first what is motivation. To be clear, motivation is the reason for acting or behaving in a certain way. And these reasons are different depending on people that you know. And then behavior is a range of actions, especially towards others. Bakit siya range of actions? Kasi ibig sabihin maraming iba't ibang uri ng ginagawa ang isang tao. And then, if we total it, it's what we call personality. To define, personality is the sum of observable and repeated behaviors. So, para tayo nag-review ng side class nyo. So, yung tatlong yan ay interconnected. Motivation is the reason for acting or behaving. Behaving is a range of actions. And then, personality is the sum of different behaviors. So, bakit kailangan pinag-aaralan ng behavior? Kasi, according to studies, meron tayong tinatawag na organizational behavior or yung behavior na ginagawa mo pag nasa isang organization ka. Parang inulit lang, di ba? Ano ang difference nun? Sinasabi lang nila na pag nasa bahay ka, iba yung ginagawa mo. Pag nasa school ka, iba ang behavior mo. Pag nasa office ka, iba yung behavior mo. Ba't ganun? Kasi depending yan dun sa mga tao na nasa paligid mo. And in the end, an individual's motivation can be extrinsic or intrinsic. Extrinsic meaning galing sa labas, external. Pinilit kitang gawin mo yan, that's extrinsic. Pag intrinsic naman, ginusto mong gumawa ng isang certain bagay. Yun ang intrinsic motivation. A core concept for motivation is conformity, compliance, and obedience. But before we define them, please go to slide number 7 and look at the two pictures. Participants were asked to choose dun sa pictures na kung sining kamukha nung picture na nasa left dun sa picture na nasa right, kung A, B, or C. Sa atin, obvious naman kung sino yung mga magkamukhang linya. However, ang ginawa ng experimenters dito, kinontsaban nila yung mga tao sa loob ng room at yung respondent, siya ang huling sasagot. What surprised the researchers was 32% of the respondents pinipili nila kung ano ang pinipili nung grupo. So, pag yung grupo pumili ng maling sagot, pinipili lang din nila. Kahit alam na nila mismo sa harap nila na ang, yung first line ay kamukha niya ay yung letter C. Pag sinasabi ng grupo na B, 32% ng mga tao ang nagpapalit ng answer at sinasabi nilang B daw ang kamukhang linya nung nasa unang picture. So, what happened in that experiment. This is what we call conformity or changing their attitudes and beliefs in order to match those of others within a group. Ito yung nagpapalit ka ng paniniwala mo para lang hindi ka ma-out of place dun sa grupo na kasama mo. Kaya nagkakaroon ng conformity. And under conformity, we have two concepts, compliance and obedience. Ano ang difference ng dalawang yan? Compliance is willingness to accept a certain standard or ito, willing ka gawin kung anong gusto mong gawin. Willing ka mag-conform. Usually, through persuasion, na-persuade ka or reasoning. Mukhang logical naman yung rason, kaya ka nag-conform. While obedience, on the other hand, is blindly following without question. Ito yung time na sumunod ka na lang. Yan ang tinatawag dyan is obedience. So, compliance is gusto mong ginagawa mo, hindi ka force. Obedience is blindly following, usually pag mayroong authority figure.
Now, is it bad to have conformity? Kasi lagi nilang sinasabi nila na please don't conform. Challenge the rules. Challenge na ganyan. Of course, sa mundo ng organizations, kailangan merong certain level of conformity. The mere fact na meron kayong rules and regulations, yon ay conformity. Even in schools, as simple as school uniforms are forms of conformity. Ang kailangan nilang malaman dyan is, would you blindly obey all these rules o pwede magtanong kayo kung kailan dapat ba baguhin ng rules or not. There are a number of theories on motivation and one of them is hierarchy of needs. Ang hierarchy of needs, review na lang natin to from your gen psych again. Aning five stages ng hierarchy of needs? Number one, physiological, yung mga pagkain. Pag wala sa inyo yan, ikamamatayin nyo agad. Number two, safety and security. Number three, love and belongingness. Number four, self-esteem. And number five, self-actualization. And ano ang important na part sa hierarchy of needs? Kailangan daw to step by step. Meaning, kailangan physiological muna bago ka mag-safety, bago ka mag-love, bago ka mag-esteem, bago ka mag-self-actualization. Hindi daw pwedeng puro art, 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 o kaya meron kang bahay, pero wala ka namang level 1, hindi ka naman nakakakain. Nga nga. However, sabi naman ng ibang theorist na luma na daw ang hierarchy of needs. Meron na daw tinatawag silang ERG theory. Sa ERG theory, dito nakalagay na when needs in a category are not met, then individuals redouble the efforts invested in a different category. Paano categories? Kaya siya tinatawag na ERG. The three letters E, R, and G stands for existence, E, R, relatedness, and G, growth. So ano ang ibig sabihin na redouble the efforts dun sa ibang categories? If you look at slide number 12, there are four persons as samples for the different categories per person. If you can see, person 1, balanced yung categories niya with existence, relatedness, and growth. Ano ba ang definition niyan? Existence needs are the ones na kailangan mo para mabuhay. Relatedness needs are the social needs na kailangan mo ng mga tao sa paligid mo. While growth needs, ito yung fulfillment na napopromote ka, mataas ang position mo, pangarap na aabot. So si person 1, balanced daw ang kanyang needs. And some people are like person number two, kung saan, kung titignan niyo yung pie niya, mas marami siyang focus sa existence. Meaning, hindi siya ganun ka-focus sa mga friends as relatedness or growth as long as nakukuha niya yung kailangan niya para mabuhay. Mataas na sweldo, magandang bahay, kasyang-kasya sila doon, wala siyang pake kung wala siyang friends. As compared naman kay person number 3, si person number 3 nakafocus ang kanyang effort sa lahat sa growth. So wala siyang pakialam kung mababa ang sweldo niya or wala siyang kaibigan pero gusto niya mataas ang position niya sa company or nagagawa niya yung gusto niyang gawin. And last, si person number 4 na nagpo-focus naman sa relatedness at konti lang sa growth and existence, ito yung mga tao na okay lang sa kanya na marami siyang friends. Regardless kung mataas ba ang position niya, or wala siyang nakakain. As long as marami siyang kaibigan, okay lang sa kanya yung ganun. To compare to hierarchy of needs, si hierarchy of needs kailangan step by step. Sinasabi ng ERG theory, hindi daw kailangan step by step. Pero kailangan mong damihan yung ibang requirements kung hindi na fulfill ng ibang needs mo. Ito raw ang theory na nag explain kung bakit may mga starving artists. Okay lang na nagugutom basta nakakagawa sila ng art. 
Or ito yung nag-explain sa mga Instagram people na sige, patay na patay sa dami ng likes kahit wala naman silang nakakain. Another theory is what we call the theory X, theory Y, theory. Paulit-ulit yung word na theory. That assumes there are two types of people in the workplace. People under the X category are employees who would rather avoid work, are lazy, and work for income. Ito yung mga taong tinututukan mo. Gustong-gusto nilang tinututukan o sinaslave drive sila. Kasi kung di mo sila tututukan, wala silang gagawin kasi nga feeling nila tamad-tamad nila. While those under the Y category assumes that employees are there to enjoy their jobs and work to better themselves on their own pace. Ito ra yung mga taong love na love nila yung trabaho. However, ito naman daw yung mga taong dapat daw hindi mo tinututukan kasi magagalit naman sila. Bakit? Kasi nagtatrabaho na nga sila, ba't pa sila tututukan? So, iba ang ways para ma-motivate ang mga ex-people kasi sila yung sinislave drive mo at yung mga Y-people na sila, hinahayaan mo lang sila on their own. And last but not the least, ang highlight ng ating motivation session is reward and punishment. These two things are consequences that affect an individual's behavior. With reward, focusing on reinforcing a behavior, and punishment as stopping a behavior. Now, this is where it gets confusing. Meron tinatawag na positive reward and negative reward, at may tinatawag na positive punishment and negative punishment. So, ikaw ngayon isipin mo, ha? Punishment ka tapos positive. Reward ka tapos negative. For this purpose, pag sinabing positive, meron kang nilalagay. Pag sinabing negative, meron kang tinatanggal. So, pag sinabing positive reward, ibig sabihin meron kang binibigay as a form of reward. Pag ang student naging DL, bibigyan mo ng PlayStation. Yun ay isang positive reward. Ang negative reward naman, ibig sabihin meron kang tinatanggal sa kanya as a form of reward. So, ang isang student naging DL, para ang bibigay mo negative reward sa kanya ay, ano aalisen Curfew. Yun ay isang sample ng negative reward. Tinatanggal mo siya ng curfew kasi kaya naman na pala niyang magpuyat na magpuyat kasi magiging DL naman siya. Sa so punishment naman, pag sinabing positive punishment, meron kang nilagay. Pag merong batang makulit, anong gagawin? Papaluin. So that is a positive punishment kasi meron kang nilagay. Nilagyan mo ng pain. Kung negative punishment naman, meron kang inilis sa kanya. So kung yung bata makulit, aalisan mo siya ng cellphone. So, ikaw ang pipili ko ano ang dapat na ibibigay dun sa tao. Reward ba or punishment? Kasi remember, pag nagbigay ka ng reward, you want the person to continue a certain behavior. At pag nagbigay ka ng punishment, you want the person to stop a behavior. Kaya problematic ang puro punishment lang kasi sinasabi mo lang kung ano yung bawal. Hindi mo sinasabi kung ano yung dapat. Ano ang sample dito? Parang Singapore, maraming fine as punishment. Pero nagiging negative daw sa ganyang bagay. Pag marami kang pinapanish, hindi nila alam kung yung dapat ginagawang mabuti. Kasi lahat sila nakafocus na lang dun sa bawal. Ang isipin na lang nila lagi is, ay ayokong gawin yan kasi masamayan. Ay ayokong gawin yan kasi masamayan. Pero hindi nakafocus kung ano yung dapat ginagawa mo kasi yun yung mabuti. Knowing these things, pwede ka na ngayon bumili kung anong theory ang gagamitin mo on how to motivate your people. Pwedeng sarili mo, pwedeng kaibigan mo, pwedeng parents mo. Ikaw ang pipili kong alin. Hindi pwedeng laging reward and punishment lang. Hindi pwedeng theory x theory y lang. 
hindi pwedeng conformity lang yan. Hindi pwedeng hierarchy of needs. Hindi pwedeng puro ERG theory lang. Ikaw ang may alam kung ano mix and match mo dyan para alam mo kung paano ka makakapag-motivate ng kapwa mo. Thank you.